Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Hello and welcome to another edition of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Michael Corbin and joining me for the last time in five weeks hmm. is Emmanuel Pankos. Emmanuel, how are you? Michael, it's your farewell podcast. It's your swan song. Yes. It's your birthday month. Uh, You've got a sore neck. Yeah. You're going away to do a study trip through Mykonos and any other place you can possibly think of uh, and leaving me to rotate hosting duties with some unfortunate soul that I'm going to pick up. Um, one of our friends or a listener, who knows? How are you? Anyone but Paul's a tourist. I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a bit of a common theme that, that we've got going. So yeah. if anyone would like to co-host for a week, applications are now open. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on the platform previously known as Twitter, yeah. um, now known as X. Send us an X or a whatever it is. Or Instagram. Or an O. X or an O. Yeah. Um, Emmanuel likes O's. Uh, <laughs> um. What's going on? Uh, Talk to me. Yeah. Well, look, I like I want to tie up some loose ends because by the time I'm back, it'll be the second round of the finals. Jeez. So I I'm, I will watch every finals game mm-hmm. at the first week, but I don't get back till that Friday. So yep. I'll catch all the football uh, of that weekend, and then I'm back in second round to talk about all things finals football and uh, then leading into the Dally M's. Yep. If but, we have them. If we have them. But... Um, before we go there, can we get a prediction from you as who do you think you'll be watching that weekend? That weekend? Yeah. My, okay. So my top eight at the moment, and I've done, I did the ladder predicted this week as well. I yep. tend to do it every week leading to the finals just based on. Just to check that the Roosters can't sneak in there. 100%. Like we need to win all five games. It's not yep. going to happen. Um, I think it's going to be, it's Panthers, mm-hmm. Broncos, yep. Warriors. Um, in fourth place, I had, sorry, I'm going to bring up the ladder now so I don't forget anyone. I think I had, uh, Souths in fourth and then I had, uh, Storm in fourth, Souths in fifth. Then I had the Cowboys, the Knights and the Parramatta Eels. Yep. Interesting. That's my top eight. Those, those so three Raiders drop two. out. I think Raiders drop out. I think Sharks drop out. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Yep. So that's my prediction. Mm. Um, Knights have a, a great a great draw. Um, they also play a lot of day games in Newcastle, which is perfect conditions for them. Yeah. Including one against South Sydney, which I think will be an excellent game. Um. So yeah, Knights Knights are a team that are on the up, and we're about to talk about them because. I kind of threw them, you know, just gave them no respect a couple of weeks ago about beating the the Tigers and the Bulldogs in consecutive weeks, and they went and beat the Storm. Yeah, you know, in probably one of their best games in a while, in a very long in years. Yep. 
and then they handily beat the Raiders at home. Hmm. They've been really good, and um, a lot of it is to do with Kalen Ponga being in excellent form and not going missing. Yeah. He's he's showing up every single game, and that was the big knock on him. Uh, is that he can he can disappear at times and not involve himself in the game. And I think the other the other person is Jackson Hastings, has been fantastic for them. And you wonder, you know, what could have been for the Tigers if they'd kept him. He's doing wonders for the Knights. Yeah, he. I, I agree with you. He he's just helped Ponga relax 100%. more and it, just it takes so much let pressure him do him. his thing, taking pressure off him. Uh, and you know, for for all the knocks that we've had on Ponga, and, and there have been a lot of them, and, and we've been highly critical of him, and and even the way he he renegotiated his contract last year, and the fanfare of that, and um, this is I, this has been a really good run of form for Newcastle, um, and I I think not to be critical of them, but but I do think the intricacies of the draw. Um, have allowed them to sort of go on this run. But having said that, I do think that they are a stronger team than than some of the people they've beaten. And and I do think that that the the intricacies of the draw have inflated, say, Canberra's position. And and that was exposed when that when they sort of came up against a a, a better quality side uh, who were up for the challenge. Okay, yeah. or who when they weren't facing sort of a Broncos team in Brisbane that had just won five in a row or when they weren't facing Souths in origin or, you know, because when really, when, when, when it's been a, a sort of a, a full class team, right. And, and the conditions have, have, have been fair for both sides. Canberra has really been left want, wanting. Okay. And I think that, you know, even the early lead that the Warriors got out to um, the week before or a couple of weeks ago, um, and the loss to Penrith really exposed Canberra's weaknesses. And, and I feel like Newcastle is a better quality side than that. And they got to show that. And I, and I, I finally think that, that they're actually playing up to their potential. They had some players go through Origin that are better for the experience. We always hear about players coming out of Origin better for the experience in Origin. And so they've got Ponga, who missed Origin. Then they've got Brad and Best. They've got Frizzell. They've just got a couple of players that, that were in and around camp. Um, and, and I think it's just been really good for them. I think that especially in that matchup on the weekend, it exposed Canberra's big problem, which is their back line. Yeah. The Knights have genuinely one of the best back lines in the competition. Yeah. You've got two wingers that perfectly complement each other in Greg Marju and Dominic Young. One's the, you know, your big meter eater, your small stocky winger who just uh, takes multiple carries a game and just gets over 200 meters. Then you've got Dom Young, your absolutely lightning fast speedster who is also six foot seven and can catch every high ball. Like, and then you've got Bradman and Gagai. Who, you know, Gagai has been playing quite well. And I think the return of Adam Elliott's really helped them. Mm-hmm. Really, really helped them. Tyson Gamble is doing a job. He's a competitor. He will go out there every week and do his job. Uh, and Phoenix Crossland's been a serviceable number nine in the absence of Jalen Braley. Yeah. No, it, it's it's very impressive from Newcastle. So their run home includes, as you said, so they've got the Dolphins this week. Then they've got the Dogs, Souths, and Cronulla at home. Yeah, all at home. All all afternoon games as well. Yeah, all afternoon games. It's perfect for them. Uh, so yeah, just a great that, run, and then that. and then finishing it off with um 
St. George on Saturday night in the last round at yeah. Cogra. So, so there's two games. There's potential there for them to win four or five of them. There's two, five of the five. There's two really important games. Yeah. I think the Knights play the Sharks in round 27. 26. 26. Yep. And then in round 27, the Sharks play the Raiders. Correct. That's the last game of the regular season. Two very important games. Very, very important games in the calendar. Yeah. They're, they're the ones that, you know, I'll be looking into seeing what the results are. Keen eye on them because I think they'll have a big impact on how the top eight unfolds. I mean, it, it is. And sorry, I know we're meant to talk about Newcastle, but to go back to the Raiders, sorry to harp on about no. them, but they've spent most of the year in the top four, what they're about, and they have a four and against minus 78. Yeah, they haven't won by more than. I, I, I'm pretty sure they haven't won a game by more than 10 points all year. Yeah. Uh, they've had a soft draw. They struggle to score points. They really, really struggle to score points. Uh, they they rely on these tries that like, you know, a, a ball getting dropped and running the length of the field or like, a, a, a you know, a, a high ball that get, pops around and falls into someone's lap, something like that. They're not, they're not making enough plays for themselves. And I think that's their problem at the moment. And it's and it's why that they can't put away teams and get big victories. And it's also why when they do lose, they lose big against the against the better teams. Yep. Uh they have scored they they're ranked eleventh on points scored. Um I think they're twelfth. Actually twelfth. 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 Yeah. They sit behind Manly, who are eleventh. And the, sorry, ahead of Manly, who are who are eleventh on the ladder or tenth on the ladder, they also rank just ahead of the Roosters, the Bulldogs, the Dragons, and the Tigers, who yeah, round out the bottom, bottom four. four. So yeah. um, extraordinary, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two more teams to cross off. Yeah. Can't make the finals. Yeah. Uh, Titans. Mm-hmm. Even though they got the win against the Cowboys on the weekend, I think that they they would need to win every game to make the finals. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see that happening. They're too inconsistent. They're, they're playing four got... in that. They've got five games left. They're playing four top eight teams. They're playing yeah, the so... Warriors, the Sharks, Penrith, the Storm, and the Bulldogs. Well, Penrith, Penrith, and Warriors. Warriors away. I don't think. Oh no, Warriors are at home. But um, I just I can't see them. Yeah, they need to win all five. You, you're not if you're versing Penrith. That's not happening. No. Um. So yeah, they're done. Bit of a disappointing season, but. Their biggest signing is Des Hasler coming next year. Yeah, I look. I it's a, it's a solid enough season where you think that there is the potential there to to really do something with that team. I I think it's probably a better balanced team than than what Hasler had at Manly. Yeah, she probably had too much of the salary cap spent on a couple of positions. Um, having said that. They have David Fafita, who who is on a lot of money. Reduced contract, though, than what he was on Correct. previously. Correct. And I, I think that it, it it's good enough where Hasler can think, okay, if I can fix that, and I can. I mean, they don't have to do much with their attack. It's, it's just good. It's the defense and it's the mindset. And it's sort of, you know, even, and, and it's a ridiculous thing almost to be talking about, but even the fact they're going to have Des Hasler as a coach. He's won premierships. He's lost grand finals. He's experienced. He's respected. And even having a coach like that behind your team, I'm sure it makes a difference in those 50-50 calls. Yeah, it makes a difference in those in those penalties. He he is um, he him and like now the Dolphins and and the Titans are going to be the 
the two Queensland clubs with the premiership winning coaches. Yeah. Like that's that's remarkable. Like the the grand finals between them, and they're the, they're the two smaller clubs. Uh, they're the two newer clubs, and and they're ahead of the eight ball on this, and and they've got a bit of an advantage. So, yep. um, like it's one of those. At least we have something to look forward to next year. You know, the Titans are expected always to finish in in that kind of position there or thereabouts. They might just scrape in like they did against in twenty twenty one. Uh, when they played the Roosters in the first yep. week of the finals. But I think next year, you know, when we do our top eights, they're going to be considered. Well, they're, going to have to, they're going to have to be in there. Of course they will be. So, yeah. anyway. The other team is the Dolphins that we're crossing off. Yeah. Uh, Admir- uh, like a good season. Uh, probably better than what they expected at the start. Yeah. But it did catch up with them. The injuries and everything caught up with them, uh, which is what a lot of people thought would happen. But some great signs. Um. And they're still recruiting. They've got some big name players coming next year in Herbie Farnworth, Tom Flegler, Jake Avarillo, who I think Wayne Bennett's just going to turn into an absolute superstar. Yeah. I don't know what position he's going to play. Um, you know, the Hammer. I don't think Hammer will be the fullback next year because there's more options. Yeah. But we've seen what he can do at center and origin. Yeah. He is, he's better for having spent that time there this year. Isaiah Katoa, Sean O'Sullivan. Yeah, and if O'Sullivan can stay on the field. Yeah. Um, and because he's he's just been so unlucky with injuries wherever mm-hmm. he's gone. But you know, that I they really just they became sort of ever everyone's a team that everyone wanted to see do well. Yeah, of course. From from that first game against the Roosters when they when they upset everyone. Um and you know, it 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 was great for them. Um and I, I think it was just a really good foundation. Hopefully, they can capitalize on that next year and and see how they go. Um, side story: Wayne Bennett. There's a book coming out about him by Andrew Webster. Yep. Which will come out in um, mid September. So um, that should be a great read. Yeah, I'm quite should keen be for that. Should be. Um, yeah. So good signs for the Dolphins. Uh, a lot of people we we said adamantly they will not win the spoon this year. Yeah. And I can't. Yeah, they're not going to. Which is great. It's, it, that is that is a positive sign that they were they were being competitive all year. They were never an easy beat, and they gave everyone you know a tough a tough. They have a they have an excellent and defined style of play. Yeah, which some teams don't have. Not Wayne Bennett teams. Mm-hmm. They're always fit. They're always up for it. They won't beat themselves. Yeah. I think a couple of times this year that they probably got just got too much for them, yeah. especially during Origin. They had injuries. They had suspensions. Yeah. But they, they also like another loss that's yeah. coming back next. Tom Gilbert. Yeah. going to be, you know, he's awesome. Yeah. He's fantastic. He was really good for them at the start of the season. So, yeah. Good signs. Good signs. Now, before I log off for five weeks, mm. I have to talk about the Panthers. Yeah, because me and you both watched that game on Saturday night. Yeah, and it was death by a thousand cuts. It was just, and I don't even think relentless. They, I don't even think they their attack was that good. No, it looked it, there was there was and points I, where it was clunky. And Cronulla were not bad. No, I thought Cronulla that was the best defensive effort they've put forward in weeks, and it didn't matter. It was just. Ruthless kicking, relentless. It was one of the best kicking performances I think I've and, ever seen. And you seen. know, early on he kicked a couple dead. 
he gave away a couple of seven tackle sets. We're, we're of course, talking about Nathan Cleary. Um, 40-20 sort of over the head of the winger. Uh, there was just so much about it. I I watched a lot of Jerome Luai, Mike. I, if he goes, I, I can see this Penrith team being okay. I think they're fine if he goes. They, I, I get they balance. They've played together well. It'll be the biggest upset of the apple cart. But I, I just think that so much of what he does is try and go left, shimmy around, come back in field, and I just th- awkward I think, side I think, running. No, I think that was part of the game plan. Is just, just, just to tire them out. Just to continually play your forwards and Isaiah Yo and Jerome Luai and even Dylan Edwards back underneath. Hmm. Have your forwards going one way, then have to move back the other way. Just tie them in. And like there that is a reason why I haven't mentioned him yet. Cam McKinnis broke the record for the most tackles in an NRL game in the NRL era with eighty one, I believe the final number was, which is absolutely ridiculous. He looked like he'd made 81 tackles. He was exhausted. He was dead. He couldn't do anything on off- on in attack because he was so exhausted because yeah. they just kept on turning back on the inside and going underneath and hitting right up the middle. And then and I, and we said it, it was like 12 nil early on. And I was like, this will blow out. And it ended up doing so. But back to Nathan's kicking. That kick where, so he kicked two 40-20s. The first one was like chin point. Mm-hmm. One of the best 40 20s I've seen. It was like a 37 or something like that. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like right over the top of the winger's head. Yep. Couldn't do anything about it. The second one, he was standing on the 42 meter line and took two steps back to get behind the 40 meter line to kick it. Yeah. And he still kicked it. Insane. Yeah. Insane at how. And like the same thing happened to him last year where he got suspended, had some time off. Body recharged. He got injured this year. But probably done in the better. Yeah. Probably but, done in the but better. But that's it, Mike. It was just it was just ruthless. You know, you could match it physically, you could have all the skill, but you don't have that kicking game. You you've got no chance. No. And he, he pinned them down in that corner. Nathan could pin them down in that corner every single time. They would get out, they would make a run, they would do something, and then no matter where it was on the field. He would either kick early and just pin them down into that right hand corner, that left hand corner, yeah. and they'll have to work out of there every single time. Yeah, it reminded me so much of how the 2021 grand final was played. Like yeah. it was just, it was, they were just parked. I think they had 56 tackles in the Cronulla 20. They just parked themselves there. And if they didn't score, they just tied you out and they kept coming back at you. And then you'd finally get the ball and you'd make an error because you were tired or the play wouldn't come off. And you'd just think, how long do we have to go through this? How do we catch our break? How do we get out of this? And they just keep coming. And it, it, it is just... It is just a constant stream. And, and you know, how they play is a metaphor for the structure of this club, Mike. There was an article in the, in the Herald today, again, Andrew Webster, just talking about the club is literally a set of Lego blocks, right? And it's literally a piece comes out and you just bring in a new piece, okay? And they just can do pretty much the same thing, slight intricacies. And this is a team that, that has just managed to do this and are on track with ease 
with so much ease to win their third premiership in a row. Daylight between them and whoever's next. And 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 to do something that hasn't been done since 81, 82 and 83. I mean, we were talking about back-to-back and how that was the big deal when the Roosters did it because it was the first time in almost 30 years. Panthers have done that and, and look so seriously like they're gonna they're just gonna go again and and it is it is incredible that we we are in this era and and that we're experiencing this and 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 meanwhile you've got 16 other teams previously 15 other teams scrambling to try and match it and and teams that you sort of have seen manage to uh, make the salary cap work for them and, and have worked out a way with the system to to balance out developing and, and recruiting and, and bringing in the, the player to finesse the, the homegrown talent like the Roosters. To see them struggle in this kind of environment now in, in, and, and to see a, a bottom four of, you know, the Roosters, the Dragons, the Bulldogs and the Tigers is, is extraordinary. And it's like, how like how does this turn like how how do you how do you how do you change this cycle and and how do you have find someone that actively is going to compete with penrith and it's, really it's and so really different. give it to them and match it to them and yeah. and this expansion question which has come up a lot needs to be put in the context of how are these clubs managing their talent and 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 producing talent yeah. because at the moment there is one club doing it Better than Compared, anyone else. Better than anyone Way else. Better than anyone and, else. And no one else seems to have a solution to it. That no. like clubs can get up there for a year, as we saw with Souths in twenty one and and last year with Para, but but no one is is doing it. And we, you sent me a text about this the other day, Mike. We've had some really dominant teams, right? You, you you've had some teams that have just you just think they were a great team, like the Manly of sort of 08 to 2011, the Storm team with the big three, the big four, the Roosters team that went back to back, the the Broncos team in the mid 2000s, that Dragons team for a couple of years. There have been some really good teams, okay? But they are a, a blip in history of sort of, they appear in a grand final there and then a couple of years later they're in a grand final and maybe they win two and they get lucky. And, you know, Cherry Evans was in a great team, but his only premiership is, what, how many years ago was it? 12, 12. years ago. 12, all right? And it's like the Roosters did a big thing. They won three premierships in a decade, three premierships in six years, all right? And, and, but no, no one... Like no one no. has been as dominant as this. It, the, like it, it, the question I posed to you was: Is this the greatest team of the last forty years? Pretty much since that parasite that won won four premierships in six years. Yeah, right. And I think it is. It might not have the names of Inglis, Slater, Cronk, Smith. Right, the big four of Melbourne, or even the Roosters side of Cronk, Tedesco, Kiri. Who are Boyd Corden and Jake Friend? All that, right? Those the, the the Panthers' names aren't as prestigious as those names, but it doesn't matter. It's next man up. Whoever whoever leaves gets replaced by someone who can do their job and then excels at it. Perfect example is Mitch Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Everyone thought that the problem the Panthers would have this year is out of dummy half. They were going to lose a lot because they lost Appy Coruscant. And they did. Abby is an excellent player. Excellent, excellent hooker. Mitch Kenny has improved every single week and is now an 
like a very, very good, very good hooker who is an elite defender. And it hasn't it, it, like the, the the loss of Appy has been mitigated by his development. And that a lot of that is to do with one, the coaching staff, and most importantly, Ivan Cleary. Yeah. It's who, who I'm I'm now considering as he has to be considered as one of the best coaches in the NRL, if not the best. It has to be, yeah. doesn't he? Has to be. If he wins three in a row, of course. Yeah. I yeah, I'm I'm so impressed by this Panthers team. Like I, this is this is a side that, that lost Burton and Capewell and then they lost um Coruscant and Kikau and, and then this, you know, they're gonna lose Crichton. Yeah. Right? And then after that, you know, they could lose Luai. But uh, no one has and I can't remember if I said this last week, no one has left and gone on to do great things. No. Right? You you haven't seen sort of like Kronk leaving Melbourne and going to emulate it twice at the Roosters or Kiri going to win a comp at the Roosters or, you know, someone just, just bouncing up and, and, I think and it's doing like, so well. It's their infrastructure. And, like, I, I think there's a reason why it's like they haven't is, even like, an example is Origin, right? Yeah. Panthers ball doesn't translate to Origin. No. But it's so good at club level. And I just think it's because, you know, it's it's not the same infrastructure. It's not the same coaching. It's th- this this way that they play is drilled into them. Yeah, and they're so used to it that you know it 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 molds perfectly with how they want to play. And it's it's yeah they're they're unstoppable. I can't. It, uh, it I am I would be absolutely shocked if they don't win this year. They've conceded twelve point four two points a game. Okay. This is not a team driven by a desire to to break a forty year premiership drought. This is not a team that that's really trying to you know they've been up there every year, but they're just really trying to show their medal this year, like a Souths or a Parramatta. This is not not a team that that can really finally get it together. This is a team that is looking to appear in their fourth grand final in as many seasons. And it's like, how how are you? And part of the reason that you know this year and last year, I was like, it can't this year, it can't happen. Yeah. Like, it can't be the case that they can be up there again. Is because every time we've seen it, you know, every yeah. every team, every defending premiership team, the wheels fall off a bit. Something yeah. goes wrong. Injuries take their toll. Uh, suspensions happen, Just players the fatigue, leave. The, the fatigue, fatigue of playing the that many games every year and then going and playing international, it is like the, even even that the second premiership of the Roosters was a struggle. Yeah. Just to get motivated yeah. is an absolute struggle. And these guys are making it look effortless. Yeah, It took it literally took they, – they, they would have four premierships in four years, assuming they win this one, if it wasn't for the greatest player of all time. Yeah. In Cameron Smith. And they nearly got there. Yeah. They nearly got there. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm done praising the Panthers. They are they are my lock. And I, I, I had them winning from the very start of the season. I just I couldn't see any team dethroning them. They, they're too good. Nathan, I just mentioned Cameron Smith is the greatest player of all time. Nathan will pass him. Yeah. For all his accolades, Nathan will pass him. Yeah. And he's still 25 years old, and we've seen what halfbacks do at age 30. 
this year. Which it's, is it's, it's scary. It's going to be interesting, though, is... And and we have spoken about this, and it, and it will constantly feature is, will he always be regarded in that echelon if he can't master Origin? That uh, He needs to have his Origin moment. I think he will. There's plenty of time. I think he will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tips for round 20, what are we, 23? Round 23. Um, so just on the tipping ladder. Yep. Yeah. So, Val- Sunday's game. I had a perfect round heading into Sunday. Mark Val and Joanna um, equal first. Uh, Brendan and Tony Corbin, uh, one point behind. PNT and Paul S, one point behind that. Clive uh, on 108 points, four points behind the leaders. And then there's a three-point gap. So really, if you're not up there, you're not in it. But um, still time to catch up. Yep. Okay, Thursday night, uh, round 23 kicks off. Canterbury have the bye this week. Um Roosters host Manly at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Egan Butcher's out after the concussion last week. Sua Wong comes in for the four, his fourth game of the season. Hutchinson joins the bench and Turpin drops to the reserves. For Manly, um, Ben Turbo is back on deck. Tui Pilotu is set to miss out at least two weeks. Fago comes in on the wing for his fifth game of the season and Trebojevic's return sees Sean Kenny drop out of the squad. Um this is a crucial game for Manly. Yeah, must win. Must win. Yeah. And Roosters must ruffle feathers. Yeah. Yeah, if Roosters have any chance, it's also a must win. Congratulations to Daniel Tupou for breaking uh, Anthony Minicello's, uh all-time leading try-scoring record for the Roosters. Yeah. Well-deserved. One of the most humble players I've ever seen. Actually met Daniel a couple times and he's one of the loveliest blokes as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a a stand-up guy, never celebrates his tries, just mm. always so humble about the way he goes about his game and uh, ultimate professional. So congratulations to him, Manly. Manly. Okay, uh, Friday night, early game, the Titans hosting the Warriors on the Gold Coast. Uh, AJ Brimson's good to go after scans cleared him of serious injury. Jojo Fafita will miss the game with an ankle injury. Shoop joins the back line in Fafita's absence, and Tino has one more match to serve. For the Warriors, it's the same 17 that downed the um, Raiders. The Raiders, sorry, last week. And um, Nia Cora is good to go after suffering a head knock in the match. Chaz Devanga um, has been listed as 18th man, and he's played just six games this season. Uh, Warriors for me, um, big home crowd. They Warriors get a, have a lot of fans up at the Gold Coast. Yeah, uh, they spent a lot of time there the last couple of years due to COVID. Uh, so they do have a bit of a supporter base up there. They do like playing out at Rabina. So I'm going to tip the Warriors. Bit of a danger game for the Warriors. I it think. is. It is. They don't want to get complacent, um, and they want to try and hold that top four spot because it means at some point you're going to have a game played at Mount Smart Stadium, mm. which is what they want. They could push for top two as well. You know, if it's second versus third, the, the winner of fifth and eighth either has to go to Brisbane or to New Zealand. Yeah, it's not fun. Dear, oh dear. Okay, Friday night, Panthers Storm. I feel like I just watched this game a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Penrith carved them up 34-16. It was 14-0 uh, at one point. It or was. 14-0 at one point and then 
Panthers are like, oh, we're done playing with our food. It was. Uh, Zach Hosking's been named to replace the suspended Peachy, although Isaac Targo has been named amongst the reserves. Jamin Salmon is the new man on the bench uh, for the Storm. Big Nelson returns from a finger injury, which pushes Eisenhuth to the bench and Wishart to 18th man. Um, in great news for the Storm, Pap is edging closer to a return uh, with a comeback this week in the Q Cup. Yeah, Big Nelson back as well. I thought Eli Katoa was really important for the Storm in that big win against the Eels. Yep. Um, his try celebration was also perfectly timed. Do you see it? Yes. <laughs> gave himself the try at the exact same yeah, time the ref gave him awesome. the try, which is excellent. Um, but, yeah, Penrith, I think, for me. Harry was also awesome. Mm-hmm. Harry Grant was also awesome for Melbourne. Uh, just what he does before he picks up the ball at dummy half just puts defences in so many different mindsets. Um, you mentioned Jamin Salmon as yep. number 17. Yep. Uh, the weak gutter dog is heading to the dogs. Um, next season announced this afternoon, <laughs> um, along with Blake Taft from the South 20s. Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah. Uh, and Jamin Salmon's going, or did we mention this? Is the week got a dog's heading to the dogs. No, sorry, not Jamin Salmon, Cogger. Cogger is going, going to the Knights. Knights. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Good signing. Really good signing. Very good signing for uh, them. Yeah. Been very serviceable in Cleary's absence this year. Um, as has anyone who fills in for any position at Penrith. That's it. Rare Saturday afternoon game. Um, speaking of Panthers returning home, Charlie Staines yeah. might be going back to the Panthers. Oh. Interesting, hey? Okay. Um, Saturday afternoon, unusual time slot for these two. Cowboys hosting Brisbane. Yeah, you'd um, think this would be a Friday night game for sure, at least a Sunday hour. It must hour, be but... to sort of give them a dream Draw. I don't know. Um, Val Holmes has been named. He's the judiciary tonight. I don't know how you can defend what he did. It was ugly. Yeah. It was bad. It wasn't unnecessary. But if he successfully downgrades it, um, he'll be available to face the Broncos. Um, youngster uh, Zach Labart looms as the likely replacement should Holmes be banned. Reese Robson suffered a head knock in the closing stages of the Titans game, but has been named while Griffin Neem returns from a head knock on the bench alongside edge forward. Hylam Lukey, who has recovered from a facial fracture. For the Broncos, Jesse Arthurs returns from suspension and back rower Piakura is also back on deck. Dane Mariner makes his uh, makes way for Arthurs in the back line. Um, and Jordan Ricky is part of an extended squad. Mm. Uh, Piakura back. Uh, Paddy Carrigan got off the uh, no try list. Mm-hmm. After 78 games, he scored his first try. Yeah. Uh, against my team, unfortunately. But I messaged this to you. I think he's my favorite player in the NRL at the moment, Pat Carrigan. He's, everything, he's everything that I want in an NRL player. Uh, just high IQ, really tough, great defender, and just does everything. Just knows how to play the game perfectly. Um, so happy for him. Broncos, for me, I think, win this game. Good test for both sides. Uh, I think last week the loss the Cowboys had was probably a loss they needed to have just to bring them back down to earth a little bit. Mm. And yeah, I think it'll help them. But I, I, Brisbane Brisbane to me, the only team I think that if anyone can challenge the Panthers at the moment, it's Brisbane. Yeah. Well, actually, I know we spoke about, you spoke about Sharks Knights and Sharks Raiders. The week before that, Sharks play the Cowboys. Mm. So that's three big games. Very big games. Yeah. So, th- yeah, wow. Sharks have a bit of a gauntlet heading mm. into the... 
They do. Heading into the finals. Uh, okay, Dolphins hosting Newcastle Saturday at 5.30pm. This game is in Perth as part of a double header. Uh, Cody Nicarima moves from 5.8th to centre in place of Ewan Aitken and Milford slots in at number six. Lemuelu has been named to play and Isaiah Katoa is the new face on the bench. For the Knights, Daniel Saifidi remains sidelined, so Adam O'Brien has named the same 17 the down the Raiders. Yeah, Newcastle so, looking for five in a row. Yes, five in a row. Lemuelu actually uh, got ruled out of the game after five minutes uh, with a Cat 1 uh, concussion ruled by the doctor in the bunker, Yeah, uh, but passed all HAA, so they're actually appealing the Cat 1 concussion ruling to get him to play. Um, Knights, for me, I think, win this. Yep. Yep. Okay, Saturday night, 5.30... Five from Perth Souths and Cronulla. It's a big game. It's not 7.30? 7.35, it says. Oh, yeah, you said 5.35. Oh, sorry. 5.35 in Perth. Yeah. Um, it's a big game. Tom Burgess and Cheekham come into the starting side with Seller and Host dropping out. Talis Duncan's on the bench for the Sharks. Will Kennedy's hamstring has ruled him out. Um, Connor Tracy moves to fullback. Mulatalo returns on the wing. Jesse returns from suspension on the bench and Oregon Kafusi goes out of the squad. Calhoun's back. Yes. Um, who was fullback again? Tracy? Yeah. So there was talk about Nico moving, but that hasn't Possibly happened. Nico, possibly Moylan were the other op- was the other option. Moylan is 18th. Yeah. So there could be a reshuffle. I don't think Nico will play fullback. Um We'll see. I'm going to tip Souths in this one. Sell out in Perth, which is awesome, mm. um, which is really, really good. Uh, the road trip continues. They're the team. That, they're the For the benefit of the game, I think that should be where we have our 18th game to make this a truly national 18th team. To make this a truly national comp, I think we need a team in Perth. But I know... I see Uncle Nick's are... behind this proposal. Is he? Yeah, Nick Politis, very big fan of Perth team. Not really sure why. Smart minds think alike. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to tip the bunnies in this one. I think it'll be a really good game, though. Yeah, Souths really need to South, get South, the season on track. Their defense has been very concerning. Very concerning. Yeah, there wasn't like I think you would have been. You would. Uh, I'm assuming you would have preferred the 20 nil game against the Tigers over the what 36 to 18 game that was last weekend. Yeah, I was yeah. very underwhelmed yeah. with what I saw. Yeah. Tigers um, looked like the better team for a lot of a lot yeah. of that game. I also would have loved thirty six eighteen. It was only thirty two. Oh, there was, you go. I just thought it's too many points conceded against yeah. a team that can't score points. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sunday afternoon, Eels hosting St George at Combank Stadium. Dylan Brown returns for his first game since round thirteen. Uh, he'll step back in for Arcee. Um, then Luma Luma comes in on the wing in place of Wonga Blake. Uh, Joe Offenhangawi. Um, Ryan Madison and Lusick are all named to start um, with Andrew Davey going to the bench. Hands to 18th man, Ogden to the reserves. Greg returns from a foot injury and has been added to the bench along with Makatoa. Uh, for the Dragons, the same 17 that went down to Manly, um, but they will need a new lock unless Jack DeBellin is successful in having his dangerous contact charge downgraded. Um, yeah, they're throwing the dice on this. 
unusually. But well, what do they have to lose? Honestly? They've got nothing yeah. to lose. Yeah. Um, ben Murdoch Nasilla has been named among the reserves as he closes in on a return from a knee injury, and Jack Bird is part of the extended squad. Yeah. Um, for Parramatta, I think Dylan Brown will really help. I think Ryan Madison starting on an edge will also really help. They need to play him more minutes. Mm-hmm. He's too important to only be playing. He can play 80 minutes. And for other than last week where he played 60-something minutes, he's been playing less than 50 since his return, which is just not – you're not benefiting enough out of his skill. Yeah, Wonga Blake was awful against the Storm, just – had an awful day. Tom uh, uh, Bailey Simonson on the outside of him, on the inside of him, just lost confidence in him completely. Yeah. Uh, so that's why he's out of the squad. Yeah. I, I, Parramatta should win this at home at Comeback Stadium. You, if they, I think Parramatta. So they versus the Roosters, the Storm, uh, the Roosters, the Panthers, the Broncos, and the Dragons, and they've got a bye. To make the eight, they need to beat either the Broncos or the Panthers. I think they've beaten both of these teams this year. Hmm. So that's that's the test for the Parramatta team to make the finals. It's going to be, yeah. Those first three weeks are going to be the things that probably just get them, hey? Those first three losses. Yeah. Tough first four or five, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's tough. Um, okay. Final game of the round. Raiders host the Tigers uh, at GIO Stadium. Uh, Rapana has been named at fullback. Seb Chris in the centres. Kotrick on the wing. Um, Tom Starling goes to the reserves. And for the Tigers... Stefano and Bloor will miss the game under concussion protocols. Alex Twile will start the match and Matamua has been added to the bench. Simkin and Kapoa join a new look bench and Dane Laurie has been named to play. Danger game for the Raiders. I think so. Yeah, that's why I'm tipping the Tigers. Yep. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, so running through Michael's tips, Michael has gone for... Manly over the Roosters. Roosters hot favourites. Yeah, I don't care. Yep. I'm not tipping the Roosters again this season. Just flagging. Warriors to beat the Titans. Yep. Yep. Penrith over Melbourne. The Broncos over the Cowboys. The Knights over the Dolphins. Souths over Cronulla. Eels over the Dragons. And the Tigers for the upset. Some very good games this week. Very, very, good, very games. good games. As was last week. Uh, what's going to happen when I'm away? Are you giving your tips? Well, you, you can send it? yours in. I can. I'll happily send mine in. Yeah, I'll send mine in. Okay, take the that? pressure off you. Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not, not easy. Not I'm, already, tips... I'm already going to have enough trouble trying to, you know, talk to myself. Not that. Not that my tips are any good. But <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Michael. Yeah. You're off for a little bit. Yeah. You excited. I am. Hmm? Yeah. Will you be watching South Roosters? If I can, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That's good. I'll try to. Okay. Good. Mm. I'll have my thoughts. <laughs> if I have anything and I really need to get it off my chest and yeah, send yeah. you a voice you note, send and me you, a can, voice you note. can play it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Or just type, like, you know, don't even send it as a voice note. Just dictate it into your phone and then I'll just imitate your voice. Like, I'm going to do that because no. I prefer to hear that. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. I'll leave, I'll leave this podcast in your trusty hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with our ratings. Uh, um, in steep decline with most of our listeners, mm-hmm. with you in Europe. Yeah. Um, have a great time. Thank have you. a very happy birthday. Thank you. And um, safe travels and happy returns. Can't wait to uh, talk finals footy when I get back. Uh, as always, Emmanuel. The send-off. How good is Rugby League? How good is Rugby League? Thanks, guys.